2: And founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of.
0: Downtown song- podcast. What's going on, bro? What's
1: Dude, I'm look? stoked. You kidding me? I'm a little nervous. <laughs>
0: Dude, man. Could I, possibly
1: I, fan. I mean, it's one of those times.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, well, this is episode 166, and um, you know we are currently. Eagerly waiting for
1: uh, oh, you know what? You want to tell him right now?
0: Yeah, why not? I, I mean, okay. you, you know, what I mean, or no, do you want, do you want yeah. to do? Yeah, no, no,
1: you no, no, no. It? I had something I wanted to, wanted to show you, but okay. uh, yeah, no, I mean,
0: he's not in the waiting room yet, you know, or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, show me what you're gonna show me, man.
1: Well, I reached out to um, someone that my wife told me that actually follows me on Instagram. Um, this is uh jerry salts okay he is it's uh jerry j-e-r-r-y salts a-s-a-l-t-z um if you uh if you look him up you'll see that he is
0: uh oh he's an art critic
1: art critic yeah okay. and so i uh i took a uh check it out bro i did a um Ooh. a go spray paint uh you know uh model with the stencil of him on it yeah and i uh, i sent him a direct message saying um hey if you uh can (laughs) we'd love to we'd be honored to have you on you know for an episode Mm -hmm. um i said you know we don't have much of a budget but if you like you can have the can (laughs) (laughs) so uh it'll be interesting to see if we uh if we hear back from him
0: yeah, 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 dude, I mean, you know, okay, so one thing- I would love art- to hear
1: his take on, on street art, and if he's seen it, and what he's thought of it, and everything, I mean, you know, he's used to having to critique, you know, the top art in the world by some of the best artists in the world, you
0: I know? Mean, it seems like he's pretty well respected, I mean, he received the Pulitzer Prize for criticism in uh, 2018, I didn't even know they had a Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> how do you How do you
1: get to be, like, you know- respected as someone who does that you know how do you get going with that and i would love to uh love to have him on it would be a good episode right
0: yeah it would be totally cool to talk to him dude so actually i learned something about um spray paint this weekend i was hanging out with our our buddy fish actually and you know the the cans actually that are like specially um have a design on the outside right? Like right. that Montana, for example, Here, I'll just pull it up. Where it's here, so. sprayed
1: on the can, where it's not a sticker. Uh,
0: Yeah. It's not like, for example, so here, I just got to show you. Or printed
1: cans. on the can, not a sticker.
0: Printed on the can. So here's, here's what I'm talking about right here. Um. So originally I was like thinking like, how do they get, how do they do this? Right. And then, so fish told me, actually, they actually have the sheet metal and they screen printed on their first and then they cut the metal. Then and they cut the metal and, yeah. and make the can. Yeah, you guys see what I'm saying? So, um, I, well, and, that's
1: no problem at all. We can do that, right?
0: Well, we can definitely do that. It, it's going to take a while, but I'm just saying the thing is like, then w- the, the cool thing is now that you know the manufacturing process, it's like you can actually plan out your pieces on the sheet metal first before they actually cut it, you know, because Fish was telling me, he was like, dude, he actually has some, um, like, uncut krylon um uh you, you know like metal yeah yeah you, you know what i mean like as an art piece how cool is that wow right nice. and i was like i was just telling him this thing i was like man you're
1: such dude a- i've seen uh, risk actually did a really nice piece um, um risk risk at risk rock on uh, instagram of course nice. um where he basically took god dozens of uh montana cans and um you know depressurized them everything and then flattened them out and then bolted them or actually screwed them i think he used screws to or maybe even little nails to a canvas so he just like grafted them out and then the canvas man that was like at least four feet by five feet or six feet yeah you know, and then he did a spray uh piece on top of that it was badass but uh
0: oh dude that's you know, crazy man that... he had
1: another way of uh, it's like he went the other way you know what i mean yeah, he took the can yeah. and smashed the can and then made that Dude, are you kidding me? Is he here?
0: He's here, man. He's here. Well, oh, i go ahead and let him in, man, okay?
1: Uh, I'm so excited. Go ahead and
0: introduce our guest real quick.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, we have Robert Weiland here today. And if you don't know who that is, you need to pay attention. on well, your red shoes and to
2: the song on the radio Hello Hey buddy, how are you? Sorry about <laughs> hey, that. Hey, no no
0: problem, there we no go. problem. <clears throat> Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Happy
1: to join you guys. Yeah, My pleasure. It know, is truly an honor. Thank you so much for joining us today. Where where are you joining us from? What part of the country? Uh, Laguna Beach, California. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's where you got your start, right?
2: Yeah, this is pretty much where I saw the ocean for the first time. I came here uh, from Detroit, where I was born, and we came out on a little road trip, my mom and uh, my three brothers, and uh, this is where I saw the Pacific Ocean and uh, the gray whales actually were migrating along shore. So, yeah, I came to Laguna Beach. Um, I said, you know, one day I'm going to live there. And, you know, be careful what you put out in the universe, but uh, it was a pretty good choice. (laughs) Laguna is a great art community, and uh, this is where I did my first of the 101, you know, ocean murals, the whaling walls. Yeah. Amazing. How,
1: exactly how old were you when you made that that road trip? Um, 14,
2: man. 14 years old. Oh,
1: that's an impressionable time. Definitely. Especially as an artist, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, 10 years after that, I actually painted those two whales that I'd seen on that day. Uh, on the side of the building uh, uh, near the Hotel Laguna you know their parking lot wall and I actually own that wall now I own the building next door oh nice that's right okay so
1: wait before before you uh, made that venture I mean when you how old were you when you realized hey you know what I'm pretty good at this art thing
2: oh god I've been uh you know I've been painting since I was four and I used to paint dinosaurs and Jurassic scenes. And what I would do is I'd take the paint that you'd find under the kitchen sink and uh, I would push it under my parents' bedro- bed and I'd paint murals uh, on the sides uh, of the back of the bed so I wouldn't get caught painting on the walls. So four years old, I was doing Jurassic scenes, dinosaurs, volcanoes. Nice.
1: So I've been an artist
2: since I was four. And the reality is, you know, I never had to get a job after that. I've been an artist. my my whole life. I've never had to get a real job. Wow. Wow. Awesome. Man.
1: You know, That's I was just lucky. telling James uh, earlier that um actually you are uh basically one of the ultimate street artists, technically.
2: You know oh, what I mean? I because
1: that. your your work is uh like you said, you've done over a hundred um murals on buildings. And yep. you know, I mean you got maybe Robbie Conall, but he has help. He has tons of help with, with putting his images up and they're much smaller and everything. But right. um, yeah, dude, I'd put you right up there at the top, you know, as far as who we have interviewed on, uh, on our program uh, as street artists. Uh, and, and for me personally, I'm from Destin, Florida. Yeah, so, I have a big one there. Yes, you do. <laughs> and uh, you know, I remember seeing that thing and just going, oh my gosh, that is so big you know who who did that and then you had a gallery uh in there there at the right as soon as you came over the bridge there for a while remember that yep
2: yep that's Um, right yeah Destin that was a great time uh you know each of these murals uh you know have a great story you know a backstory and you know it's definitely street art or public art or murals whatever you want to call it but I always felt I was a street artist and uh you know i did all those murals for free so that's that gets me halfway there right i never charge okay just about... a little sidebar how <laughs> sure. how do
1: you when you say you do them for free who pays for the paint and the
2: cranes and all that stuff well i was always good about kind of uh getting the paint donated the scaffolding uh getting lots of volunteers you know it started kind of humble with the first wall uh, I had to rent, like, uh, three stacks of scaffolding that I actually would paint. Then I'd come down, push myself along the wall and,
1: you know, oh, a friend man. of mine.
2: Yeah, right. They, they had no wheels board. or anything. You actually
1: had to move the... No, it the...
2: had wheels, but you had to push it, you know. And uh, so, you know, I didn't have a, a budget back then. I was kind of a star- the classic starving artist, like most street artists. Uh, but I knew instinctively that, uh, you know, art is... Uh, art is very powerful. It's such a powerful medium. And, you know, I had before that, you know, I I got paid to paint murals, like on the side of the Golden Bear, and Nightclub in Huntington. I did th- those musical notes with, you know, all those like B.B. King and uh, Jimi Hendrix. So I would get paid to paint these commercial murals. And uh, I felt very strongly, you know, that I wanted to do something for ocean for conservation bring art and conservation together and I knew that public art was really uh that I wanted to bring that message of conservation in a very creative way so um I found the perfect wall on the side of the Hotel Laguna and um it took me two years guys to get permission so uh wow. two years but they finally you know they knew I wouldn't give up I painted that first one and I remember a writer for the LA Times uh, Gordon Grant said uh hey, Wyland, um, how many of these are you going to paint? And I go, I'm going to paint a hundred. I should have said 10, you know, <laughs> but
1: <laughs> like you said, though, like you said, you put it out there, right?
2: I did. I put it out there. And once I say something that I just, uh, you know, I just follow through. I just, you know, I do it. It took me 27 you got some years, major guys.
1: manifesting power. Let me tell you that you got oh, thank major you. manifesting power.
2: Well, you gotta be tough when you're an artist, especially a street artist. And, you know, I always believe that, uh, I believed in my, my art, and uh, you know I, I, I somehow felt that whether I was going to be successful or not didn't really matter to me. I was living a dream. Uh, my dream was to come to Southern California and uh, do the ocean art, because that's what I was into. I'm a diver. Like uh, Jacques Cousteau was my hero. Wow. So I would take uh, okay. all, that, all that beauty that I saw in nature, all that beauty when I see when I'm diving. Uh, when i'm diving i'm actually painting in my mind's eye what will reflect on the sides of these buildings uh you know in my fine art so it's really um a lifestyle brand i didn't even know what a brand was but you know it's pretty much none of um, us did
1: back then i'm 52 by the way so
2: okay you know how old i am yes sir i do Uh oh all right don't tell anybody still trying to have a little game here you know
1: Dude, you look great for uh, for your age. You look about like my age or younger. You know what I mean? So what? No, uh, you look good. You guys
2: you, both look good.
1: Let's see. Wyland, is that is that any particular nationality? Do you have like a any? Yeah, I'm
2: I'm French, German, Irish, and English.
1: Mm. So nice. I'm a
2: I'm an American mutt. But <laughs> right, uh... exactly. That's the true American. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Really, an American yeah. is a combination of everything else, right? I am. I am. And uh,
2: so. You know, I was a pure artist my whole life, and I happened to be an artist, guys, that kind of was in the right place at the right moment in history. So as uh, as uh, the first Earth Day started in, in 1970, you know, I was a kid, taking all that in. The first Greenpeace, uh, of course, the undersea world of Jacques Cousteau, all that made an impression on me and really shaped who I became later. But, uh, you know, it was very important for me to kind of take all that in and then decide at one point that art could play an important role in bringing awareness about the whales, about the oceans. And I still, you know, believe that I'm still doing that with my art today.
1: I know you have a foundation and everything and it helps to bring awareness and man, do we need it more than ever? Because,
2: Oh yeah. What I've
1: seen, the oceans are just getting worse, you know, with the plastic, those, those big plastic islands and everything that are out in the ocean. Yeah. The the
2: gyros, the plastic islands and, um, my friend Charlie is the one that discovered the first ones and uh oh, wow yeah there's there's um there's a lot going on, but there's also a lot of good things going on and i'm I'm a very positive person, so if you spend any time with young people, they're really uh taking great actions today, and i want to support them now you know I kind of had my My 15 minutes or 42 years, in my case, of uh, success. I was going to say,
1: more than 15 minutes, my friend.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, um, I'll tell you, uh, another impressionable thing that happened is when I was in first grade, uh, I was kind of screwing around drawing in the back of the class, and one of my teachers caught me, and she said, hey, I need to see you after class. And I said, okay. So it turns out she was an artist, and we drew for about an hour, and she said, you know, Wyland, you could be a great artist. I kind of perked wow. up a little. Yeah, that gave me that confidence. So, you know, in all my projects, my whole life, I've always invited the community to bring their kids out, and I would set up a smaller wall, and we'd paint together. And and some of these kids, by the way, were better artists than I am. Some of these street artists. Oh, I know. Oh, mad skills from nowhere. Was.
1: Like natural yeah. mad skills, right?
2: Absolutely. So there's, uh, there, you know, I'm so proud of uh, the art, And that I'm seeing, you know, in the streets, you know, and a lot of these artists like I went, uh, where's the book? I went to Beyond the Streets there when it was in L.A. with O.G.
1: Slick, you know, Slick. Nice. Yes, O.G. Slick. Shout out to O.G. Slick, man.
2: Yeah, he's still in Hawaii. He's a Hawaii boy. And Slick, um, actually, my old art director, Jonathan Dupree, uh, works with Slick. They call him Coach. And uh, he works with a lot (laughs) of these, you know, street artists. And slick, and uh, he told me, he said, You know, OG Slick's a big fan of yours. You're like his favorite artist. When he was growing up in Hawaii, his goal oh, yeah. was to tag over one of your, you know, whale murals. I go, What? He goes, Yeah, he, he got up there, I guess on a ladder, and he got up to the whale's eye and he went to tag it and he, and he couldn't do it. He said, I looked at that whale eye, couldn't do it. So it was oh, pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, that's and awesome. We had we had dinner over here uh, and we became fast friends and we've been actually collaborating. Now we've been doing some uh, really hardcore environmental art, you know, whales reaching out of oil drums and, you know, painting at music festivals like Ohana. And, and uh, nice. I went to his place in Compton, which is it's not like Laguna Beach, Compton.
1: No. Right. <laughs> it's <laughs> so California there, different. It's yeah, and
2: He, he showed me some really cool stuff with spray cans and, and tips and things like that. It Could you guys the- still see me? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He yeah. was just there's pulling up the a art, screen but... showing uh, some of O.G. work oh, yeah. with you. Yeah, man, do it. Uh, so so we painted over there together, and we've done some some canvases. Yeah, there's the one on the top right, if you guys are looking at the screen. That, yeah. That's about 20-foot high by about 12-foot uh, high, that mural. Wow,
0: wow. And we painted
2: it in front of the public. Uh, Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam actually came over and uh, – was really digging on it, so, uh, you know, this this collaboration is something I've always been into, too, you know, and uh, actually, uh, the last mural I did, which I wasn't planning to do anymore, but they had whitewashed uh, one of my murals in Seattle on the Edgewater Hotel. They just painted right over it. Why? Yeah, there was a new building owner, and, uh, you know, he wasn't from the state or whatever, and he said, just paint the whole building, and he painted right over my mural. Oh. Yeah. But that's okay. So I went there a couple years ago and the general manager uh used to be the bellman and he remembered me. He said, Hey Wylet, uh, would you consider redoing your Orca mural? I go, Yeah, I think I could even do it better. We could do paint like the J Pod, which is a welcome." Oh man, of what a orcas. great attitude. What a yeah,
1: great yeah, attitude.
2: So bring the science in. Yeah, you know, the walls they're sacred, but at the same time, you know, sometimes uh yeah, they, they get covered up once in a while. It just happens. You know, that's street art. But anyway, so I painted this mural, and I called Eddie Better from Pearl Jam, and I said, hey, um, do you want to paint with me? And he said, oh, it'd be a big honor. So he got up on the scaffold, and uh, we painted the J-pod, but we also nice. did the B-pod, the Vetter. The, uh, we made up our own pod of work as life-size, his family, him and his nice. wife and, and two daughters. So. We kind of told that story, and he had so much fun. He came, there he is on the right. He came every day and wow. painted, and he was so proud of it. And uh, he said it was like painting with, uh, you know, the Rolling Stones or something up there. And it, it, it's really cool when artists kind of bring their, their uh, you know, their, their thing together because it's the mastermind theory. You guys know this. When yeah. two artists come together, it makes more than two. It makes yes. something totally unique in the art
1: world. Absolutely true. Now, what were I saw the the, uh, mechanism you were using was like a giant spray gun. Um, Yeah, yeah.
2: So I was going to tell all the street artists that are watching this. You know, (laughs) it's pretty similar, except I, I use bigger spray guns. I use airless, so I can spray this wide as fast as I can run down a thousand foot wall as fast as i can run full
1: throttle don't, don't give that <laughs> to most of the people we've interviewed please <laughs> yeah yeah so
2: I, I can throw a lot of paint around as you guys know and uh yeah, in fact that that long beach mural that i did yes. uh that ended up in the guinness book of world records as the largest yep. mural ever painted in the history of the world so and it I felt was gonna like bring that me, up it took me six weeks to see the other side six weeks <laughs> and i finished it right when they were in the middle of the la riots in fact there it is oh no i finished it when i could see the fires and the looters and a bullet hit the wall right next to my head i go i think i'm finished oh i had one more day but i went we're done here whoa (laughs) yep yep and then a few years later you know when i painted it I was on the roof at the Sheridan and I was looking at the top, you know, and it had a kind of an ugly white roof. And I said, you know, wouldn't it be great to paint the earth on top, you know, to finish the mural. So when the airplanes flew over from LA or even the Goodyear blimp, So a few years went by and I was touching up the wall. I'll go back and touch up some of the wailing walls. And um, anyway, they were having the grand prix of Long Beach, which I, had the honor of driving and I'm terribly slow, though. Oh, I got beat. Dude. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. In fact, I got beat by, you know, everyone. I finished almost last and we pulled into the pit and, you know, uh, was with Cho and, uh, Alfonso from Prince and all these guys. And I pull into the pit and a 90 year old lady, you should have painted a turtle on your car because I had painted a whale tail on the race car. Painted a turtle on your car, you know. So, um, funny, yeah, funny
1: lady, sharp old
2: was she? Uh, she's probably 90 years old and uh, just you know, heckling the crap out of me. There, there's actually, yeah, in the race. Boy, you guys did your homework, but anyway, so I wanted to paint uh, something for Earth Day. So, they were having the press conference for the Grand Prix, and the mayor Bob from Long Beach was sitting next to me, and I said, You know, mayor, tomorrow's Earth Day, and what if I did something, you know, like celebrated Earth Day here for Long Beach and painted the largest uh, earth on earth, you know, a view from space on top? He goes, well, that sounds good. I go, get the paint on the roof. So we went through 4,000 gallons of paint and painted the earth in 24 hours. Wow.
0: Whoa. Yeah.
2: Yeah. How many and what how was many people? funny, um, I had a small army up there, but I did all the painting. Oh, yeah. wow. So anyway, what was funny is, so I painted the continents. I didn't have anything to even look at, which is really dumb, but I just started kind of faking it. And the way that I go into this, guys, is I don't own this building. If I make a mistake, so what? I mean, if I owned it, I'd probably like use a projector and, you know, grid it out. But yeah, I go in very loose, you know, I just have fun. So I painted North America, South America, kind of that view from space where you see the blue marble. And I painted as much as I could. And then it got dark. So I got up real early, you know, at the crack of dawn. And um, what what happened was it had rained all night. And at first I went, wow, it kind of ruined some of the ocean, but it made it marbly. It actually worked. And it looked great. So I said, while it's still wet, let me just, sorry, everybody's bugging me. So while it's still wet, just keep handing me five gallon buckets. And I just started chucking buckets and somebody left a big broom, a sweeper, you know, to sweep the roof. And I used that to push the paint around. And wow. b- believe it or not, in 24 hours, we painted, uh, geez, it was over three acres of uh, view from space of the planet Earth for Earth Day. Wow. Wow, dude. Yeah, that was, that was quite a street art. Very resourceful, there, a my of friend. Very resourceful, wow. Yeah, if it hadn't rained, I don't think I could have finished it even with an airless. Being able to throw paint and let it drip off the sides, it had a little curvature too. So for most artists that paint murals and street art, you know, I don't know about everybody else, but I kind of look at the lines of the wall and to me these are great canvases that uh, whatever the shape is, that's how what, what will determine the design, you know, in my mind's eye. But that roof always bugged me and I said I'm going to get to that and do an earth. And, and sure enough, putting that good out in the universe, those good thoughts, you draw it to you and eventually you can make it happen, but you have to, uh, you have to believe in yourself and you have to take action.
1: Absolutely. Now I got a quick question for you. When you were growing up in, uh, you said Detroit, right?
2: Detroit.
1: Yeah. um, Did you ever uh, do any tagging at all yourself?
2: Well, I, I don't know if I would call it tagging. I maybe it's a little sophisticated tagging, but I've been doing some lately. I got in trouble over in Maui a little bit in Lahaina because they what? they made well they made me take down one of my whaling walls in Lahaina because you know it, it it's one of these cities where if you don't have their permission you know you can't do anything. And so I had done a whaling wall at three o'clock in the morning because for nine years I asked for permission. And they kept you know, basically stonewalling me. So finally, I did a mural in Kapa'a, Kauai, and I had a bunch of paint left over. I said, send it to Lahaina, and they go, why? I go, don't worry, I didn't tell anybody. So I told my small group, I said, look, I said, don't make any noise, set the scaffolding up on the seawall and get that paint over there. And they go, why? I go, you don't need to know anything, just be there and be quiet. So I waited for all the bars to close down in Lahaina, And I'm starting to come down the street, I'm staying at the Pioneer Inn, and I hear like these these pirates, you know, drinking ramen, partying, it's my team, you know, I go, look, you're supposed to be quiet. (laughs) Anyway, pitch black, can't see the wall, no street light that's working. So it was like painting by Braille, but I had looked at that wall for nine years, and I had it in my mind's eye. So I just started working in pitch black, and by the time the sun came up, it was perfect. A humpback whale life-size you know like 45-foot whale breaching across that that seawall, came out perfect oh yeah that's uh so anyway now a couple years later uh they made me take that wall down by the way they were gonna they said that i had to paint over it and this and that so um uh, you know i kind of bought them for about two years and then finally they put all this pressure on me. They said, if you don't remove that wall, we're taking your Hawaii driver's license. We're fining you $100 a day. So I let them fine me for a while because I'm doing okay. But finally they said, we demand that you come before the city council of Maui. So I, I live on Oahu now. I used to live in Maui, but I I come over from North Shore and I go into this meeting and it's hostile because, you know, they're hostile sometimes. So anyway, it's all this BS about who do I I've been arrested I in Hawaii
1: before for doing art, but go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah you and I
2: are in the same thing. So <laughs> they go, well, you know, this is a billboard. This is an art. And, you know, my project is to paint a, a hundred ocean murals featuring great whales. And Lahaina, common sense, right? It's perfect. Yes. And yes. it was a gift. But anyway, I didn't have their permission. They weren't going to give it. So I rammed a whale up their ass. Am I allowed to say that? Yes! Say whatever you want on here. So up their tight ass came this humpback whale, and it was a big one. Sometimes it's easier to apologize
1: than ask for permission, right?
2: Yeah, that's right. So that's what I felt. But anyway, they were really nasty. And then after two hours of hearing their crap, well, you know, this isn't appropriate for Lahaina. And I'm like, really? (laughs) So... They go, you got you got five minutes to speak. So they're all sitting there like this, guys. They go, you got five minutes. I go, really? I walk up to the mic, and I'm with Uncle Willie K, you know, Mister Hawaii, and uh, a couple of my big, you know, bros there. So I walk up to the mic. I go, I only need one minute. I went, <laughs> 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 and the look on their face, dude, you can't buy it. It was priceless. They're like. And the mayor was Linda Lingo, and she eventually became the governor. Okay, so this story gets pretty good. So she's now – but they made me remove the wall. Mm. I didn't paint over it, though. I took the wall. I have the wall, guys. Whoa! I took the wall. I saved it because I want to do a Wyland Art and Science Museum one day. Mm. So anyway, a few years later, uh, Pearl Harbor asked me to do the ceiling mural at Pearl Harbor. So I oh, wow. painted these humpbacks swimming over your head. And you, anyway, the Admiral Fargo and, and Conway, the two admirals, said, Weiland, we would like to honor you and our new governor, Linda Lingle." The girl that last time she saw me, right? Who gave so, you the finger? Yeah. So she. Yeah. For those of you did
1: didn't see when he he gave her the finger and and said fuck you, okay? So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Too so, dignified yeah. to say that. I'm gonna say that for him. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm for sorry.
2: sure, but they deserve it, guys. Let me tell you yeah, listen to all that BS. You're about you know at your end. So anyway, so I'm late, but the MPs go Wyland. The governor's waiting for you and uh, Senator Anoye. You know the most powerful senator. Great friend and uh the admirals and so i come up and uh and uh senator annoy goes uh wyland we're honored you know the mural you did for pearl harbor and and have you met our new governor and she goes oh yeah i know him i go that was a long time ago <laughs> anyway it was pretty hilarious.
1: <laughs> but she, like
2: we're, we're on the boat and she's got her hand on my leg and she says hey would you consider putting that mural back up in in, in lahaina i said never (laughs) never so anyway now now two years ago i'm having a wyland art show and og slick og slick actually sent me a note he said look i'm getting softer you know with these smiley faces and you're getting a little more hardcore doing this street art almost getting arrested in maui so (laughs) you know i did this whale called save the whales and i was just gonna hit it real quick and run but about six cop cars rolled up on me. And, oh, my God. And here for you, for you street artists watching this, let me give you a good answer. So I'm pretty good at coming up with stuff. So anyway, the, the one cop, you know, grabs a spray can out of my hand and he says, um, you don't have permission. I says, yes, I do. Total bullshit. <laughs> you don't have permission to paint this. I says, yes, I do. Cause I was just going to say from the Lord, you I can go with that. Right. Sure. So anyway, I didn't say that. He goes, well, you have to tell us, I go, um, it's confidential. That's why I want you guys to know. So if they say who gave you permission, tell them you got permission. And if they say, well, who gave you permission? You say that's confidential. They're like, all the cops are like moving around. Like what is, it? and I go, and they, I go, you know what that means. Right. Cause he, he says, you got to tell us, I go, look it up google it confidential and they don't know because i'm wyland i may have 100 attorneys lined up you know and anyway so they left me alone They, they made me quit painting that night and then i got permission from a secretary in the building it was the hawaiian tell and i couldn't get the ceo or the manager but a secretary came out when i was painting it and she was a big fan and she said i go do i have your permission she goes yeah so she was the one that gave me permission nice nice you got to do what you got to do guys for the street art right i mean
1: yes amazing dude (laughs) i gotta tell you
2: it's more fun painting without permission so (laughs) what i told slick is i said you know what i'd like to do and i'll announce it here with you guys so i think with all the stuff going on the poisoning of the ocean the plastic issues everything else that's happening with our fresh water the water crisis um you know the environment I want to do a hundred environmental murals with all the the great street artists around the world where we just come together and we paint these murals that will, you know, force people to to look at what the heck we're doing out there. So I'm going to do that. And, uh, you know, I've already started with Slick, but we want to do a hundred of these massive murals. In uh, uh, a collaboration with all the great street artists around the world, so you guys heard it first. Wow!
0: Wow! Thank Dude, you so I much. It. I have chills, man. Sign me so up. I'm down,
2: man. <laughs> Are you in? All right, you're signed. Consider yourself signed. It's very <laughs> informal. <laughs>
0: Wyland, you know for me like how actually like I want I thought of the idea to invite you on the show was because I was listening to KLOS in the morning Heidi and Frank show and um love those guys yeah I love those guys too and then you know the, you called in and you were talking about all your environmental art and then you actually mentioned you're like you know you said you uh a lot of things were upsetting you so actually you uh you were going out and doing street art like you mentioned you you know that's right that's right and the funny thing is like for uh you know they didn't ask further uh, about what the street art was obviously because it's not like really a street art show or do they you know what I mean but it's just so funny but I was like what was the street art tell us tell us you know you know I mean uh, on, on the radio basically so that's why we had to invite you on I'd be like you know you have it, it, the whole floor to yourself and just basically talking to all the street artists and street art fans on this show you know what I mean so it was
2: just like, I like a quick question honor. for a little
1: sidebar did you uh did you go to an art school
2: yeah, I went to the Center for Creative Studies. Uh, it was founded by uh, Henry Ford in Detroit. Okay. And I got a full scholarship there. And uh, so I crammed in like as many years as I could into two, made a run for California, came here when I was like uh, 19 and uh, okay. uh, started painting murals okay. all over you know, Southern California. And then that idea to, to paint an ocean mural, and that's my give back, that, that really changed the whole thing. You know, I just said that became my cause, and uh, now this new cause is is uh, something that I really feel strongly that people like yourself, all the street artists, I want to invite everybody in. But let's go to these major cities, you know, uh, like a Winwood or anywhere. You know, I'll pretty much go anywhere on the planet, and let's bring this message and get it in front of the people because it's uh, it's the young people that really need to see this, you know, and really yes. uh, be inspired Absolutely. to take action you know yep. so that's that's what my art's always been about but i think this uh platform is a perfect fit and you know i got my airless packed and ready so you guys be ready for <laughs> hitting some walls hard hey i was gonna say one thing too um i wrote a book guys now, can you guys see that what's the title yeah. yes don't sir be a starving don't be a artist. starving artist yeah and this one is blowing up and i gave it away free for two years but i guess you got to buy it now because it helps the wyland foundation but it's It's like, uh, I don't know. It's like, I don't even know how much it is. Great. We'll
0: pick up a few copies. It doesn't matter. We got it tagged
2: up. It's 22 bucks, but the money all goes to, uh, you know, charities that we support and the foundation. But basically I wanted to do a book for artists to help them succeed in the 21st century. This is the best time in the history of the world to be an artist because people are interested in collecting art. And you know the hottest art on the planet right now? Street art. Look yeah. what Banksy's doing. Look what he's yeah. doing. Look, you know, all these artists, you guys take advantage. Tell us, of tell this us what moment. you think
1: about the, uh, the non fungible uh, tokens, the NFTs. I'll, I've been
2: working on it all day down there. Yeah, I'm getting ready to do time. And, you know, it, it's right in my wheelhouse because, yeah. you know, a lot of my art is very three dimensional. And, you know, I'm a sculptor. So, uh, yes. and, and I feel strongly that these street artists can really capitalize. Uh, I'm, I'm a big believer in it, believe me. Um, and I'm a big believer in success. I don't think you need to be an angry, bohemian, starving artist. I think you guys should be successful. And then you can support your family, your friends, your communities. Um, that was always my goal. You know, I, I, yeah. I said the more successful I am, the more I can do. You know, I started the Wyland Foundation uh, 28 years ago. And wow, our focus nice. is, yeah, 28 years we've been bringing um, conservation um, uh, programs, like we have this national mayor's challenge for water conservation where we encourage the mayors to inspire their communities to be water wise. And uh, the matrix are amazing, but we just basically try to inform people and inspire them to take actions uh to to protect uh conserve and respect very important respect our water we have plenty of water but we're not taking care of it so well right you know, now we're in artist, a big drought so
1: that, that program right there is gonna be sure huge are. you know yes. out here in the west is like the second year of a big drought and so that that whole project you're talking about is gonna take a whole new meaning.
2: It's the most important issue of our time think about it if you don't have water you know all the other issues you know they don't matter. Yeah. So we need to take care of the health of our planet, and you know, protect it in the ocean. I I work with a lot of great scientists like Dr. Sylvia Earle and Greg Stone, and you wow. know, she's focused on with Mission Blue the heart of the planet. I'm focused on the fresh water and how that connects to the ocean because you cannot protect the ocean without thinking about the lakes, the streams, the ponds, the wetlands. You know, they they're the arteries of the planet. So anyway, I'm really focused on it. I'm a water sign. Um, you know, I water's been <laughs> me kind of too. A,
1: yeah, uh, uh, what on?
2: month? I'm a crab. I'm March eighteenth.
1: Really? Okay, you're Cancer. I'm a Pisces. I'm a,
2: oh yeah, I get along with <laughs> Pisces great. In fact, I get along with everybody. You know, I always thought, you know, be a good person. I say this in the book. I said, you know, this is the thing. You want to be successful. Whatever you put out in the universe, you draw back. And you know, be nice to every person you ever meet. Try to help people when you can. The last part of my book says, if you have your family, your friends, and your health, you have everything, be grateful. You know, yes. sometimes we forget that, especially if we get successful. You know, humble yeah. beginnings, my mom raised four boys by herself, you know, single mother. She's still oh, here wow. She's downstairs. I built oh, her a little awesome. house on the beach. Yeah. So my mom's nice. super cool, and she always... um you know, I remember my, my brothers were like telling her, when's Wyland going to get a job? We're all working in Detroit factories. And my mom said, are you going to get a job? And I said, I have a job. I'm an artist. And she went for the scrap.
1: <laughs> huh? I got a question for you. Artist. Um, what kind of music do you like?
2: Oh, I was just going through it today. Um, I like the blues. I like Howling Wolf. Mm. Howling Wolf, I was just ripping on that today.
1: And oh, then,
0: then um uh,
2: I like, you know, I'm I'm a little older, so I like uh the doors, the, no, I this I like
0: is the yes. in our, this is in our wheelhouse. Yeah. Led right, like, Zeppelin, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Betty. Yes, sir. There
1: you go. And, yeah, that's uh,
0: awesome. Like 70s rock is definitely uh, I am actually not a street artist, I'm a, a music producer, DJ, but you know oh, right on part of this uh community Ellie Gallery, and then like that's why we have this podcast, and you know, my buddy teacher over here. You know, you know, I just felt like it's like we have so many opportunities to talk to all these people on this podcast. And we're so lucky. So these dialogues between artists, I think, are actually very important because whenever you look back on the pictures, you know, I was just watching like a Basquiat documentary today. And then there's sometimes in a picture you'll see it's like, oh, there's Basquiat, Andy Warhol, and like all these guys in the same picture. Like, you, Two you know? of my
2: favorites. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's just like, uh, you know, I just feel like this podcast it's like great because it opens dialogue between artists and i think it's so amazing that you're actually incorporating like all, uh, all the street artists around the world to work together man so uh must- well, the street yeah.
2: artists musicians um you know i i you know one of the great guys that is doing a lot of environmental stuff and you may or may not like him jack johnson my neighbor on the north shore uh, one of the super cool guys Oh, amazing he went you to know? absolutely
0: he went to uc santa barbara sure and, did um, he's a he's a legend when i was like uh you know when i was going to college there because he was singing about the dining commons called the DLG, you know, it's in one of his songs basically. Yep. So anyways, like, yeah, Jack Johnson is a total legend, man, in, in my book. And that, that's amazing that you know you're you guys are working. together. Well,
2: we're, we're really good friends and he has a nonprofit foundation. that does incredible work, but he uses his music. I use my art. Dr. Sylvia Earl uses science and you know, we all come together, but you know, art is really the way that people really communicate art and music. And unfortunately, guys, a lot of that is disappearing from our schools. So my newest book I'm writing and I'm almost finished is called "Saving Art Education in America." And I mean, you know, Steve Jobs. I did a little story about him. I read that, you know, his art education was more important than his math, uh, science, all of it. His art education, imagination is more creativity. important than knowledge. I totally agree. And Steve Jobs, there you go. That's a pretty powerful statement. But, you know, it, it inspires creative thinking, whether you want to be an artist or uh, anything. Uh, you know, that art education is, is so important. And, you know, with American, you know, schools, we're competing against the whole world. We, we don't need to take art and music out of our schools. So I'm going to work really hard on that. There's going to be a lot of good voices. But I'm, I'm really cause-minded. And uh that, that's one thing that really gets me. Uh, is is who who possibly would think it's okay to take art and music out of our schools.
1: I got a little ridiculous. sidebar on that actually. Sure. Um, here's here's I think one of the reasons why they did that is because they made um, everybody take art. Okay. Everybody should not be taking art. Yeah, it okay? should be forced. It does not it. mean you should be taking it out altogether. Okay. Right. There are right. some people that should be playing football. There are some people that should be, you know, doing mathematics because go it's what they are strength. strong. Exactly. Go to your strength exactly. and go to your
2: passion. If yes. you know that you're going to be this or that, you're going to be an athlete, then then the teachers should put everything they have into those students. But yes. I still think that art, even if you're an athlete, like Herschel Walker or something, um, <laughs> it inspires creative ways to run around people you know i mean it
1: just it, it touches every aspect okay. of life. that's a good point right there yeah then they need to find a different way a different type of art class okay right. don't put those guys in there with the other people who are okay this is how you draw a still life you know what i mean that's one type of art class art right. appreciation should never be done away with you are exactly like me
2: because i was like <laughs> that i was like how come they're not catering to to somebody like me to, That that you know, I only want to be an artist. I don't want to do all this other crap.
1: You know? Yep, me too.
2: Hey, I wanted to bring another thing up, too, if you guys want to talk about it, is um, there was an instant where I painted a giant mural in Detroit. And uh I was supposed to paint the Joe Louis Arena, but they tore it down now, so I'm glad I didn't. But anyway, <laughs> they had a building. They had a building. And it was right off Woodward, and they said, this is going to be very prominent when they build a new Tiger Stadium, America Park in Detroit. So I painted this mural. It's about 26 stories high, and it's (sighs) humpback whales. And uh, anyway, so they built the stadium. And then Nike, uh, you know, decided it would be okay and General Motors to put an advertising billboard, cover the whole thing up, and say that they're not destroying the mural. So anyway, I got in a big beef, you know, and uh, the Detroit Free Press did a big feature. I did an editorial about this is legal hocus pocus that these big companies think they can buy advertising and destroy, you know, a a piece of art that was painted for the, the, you know, the community of Detroit. And I won. I actually beat General General Motors. I beat Reebok, Nike, and I kept winning. And the reason I did that is people could see through all the bull crap. And, Good. uh, so we, we kept winning and, and now they don't even try. And I thought this is a victory for all public art. I mean, look at, what about Statue of Liberty? What if you put like, a some billboard wrapped, wrapped it over to Statue <laughs> of Liberty or to Joe Lewis fist. And Detroit a vital or, wrap.
1: <laughs> so Yeah.
2: So anyway, my latest, um, uh, victory was against Hawaiian airlines, you know, and I love Hawaiian airlines, but, so they, they bought this building that I had painted. When you fly into Hawaii, you'll see it. It's painted both sides, by the way. It's about 16 stories high. And um, anyway, I painted both sides, but it was starting to, to get older. Yep. And it nice. started to get a little older. So uh, I was very happy that Hawaiian Airlines bought the building and I contacted them and I said, look, I, I want to restore it. I'm glad you guys bought it. You know, I just need permission to go there. It's free. And they said, well, we're going to, we're going to paint over your mural. And I said, what are you talking about? And they go, we're going to, we're going to whitewash it and put in an ad for Hawaiian Airlines." They said, excuse me. <laughs> first of all, Hawaii has very strict laws against billboards. Okay. So this is the first time the outdoor circle and I who oppose, you know, this little old lady group that opposes billboards and I have been on the same page. But anyway, they said, we're painting over it on uh, like Monday. So on Friday, we had a press conference. I had a press conference. And uh, so all the media came because it was pretty controversial. And I said, look, you know, on Monday, they're going to whitewash over both of these murals that I painted for the people of Hawaii and all the people that visit Hawaii. And the people went crazy. I think I had seven, 800,000 people on social fly Hawaiian Airlines again, put all the pressure on. And, And we put so much pressure to save those murals that they threw the towel in. So we had a billion dollar company with all their lawyers stacked up. I had one old lawyer that was retired, Paul, and he said, look, you're on the right (laughs) side of this. And just to let you guys know, I am on the right side of protecting these murals because in 1990, there's a law called VERA, which is the Visual Artists Rights Act, Visual Artists Rights Act, and it protects all public art. The artist owns those works of art, that street art. That those murals, we own them. You know, they own the building, but we own the wall. So remember wow. that. Yeah. But they I'll need believe to know it, so. I will. And they were strong. They're going, Well, our lawyers say we're okay. I go, You're not okay. So, anyway, <laughs> what really saved it though was the community came together and said, There's no way you're painting over Wyland's mural in, in Hawaii. No way. Not happening. So it set a precedent. And I got so many so much goodwill from so many artists you know saying hey thank you you know maybe they can protect all the public art around hawaii and other places so it's Dude, a good that's, fight
1: that's awesome yeah. bro part of history thank you, yeah. thank it, you. Man. i'm just looking
0: yeah. at i'm just looking this up like you, you know uh it's, it's pretty oh, hawaiian yeah. airlines
1: yeah it was it was a, it was yeah, a dog visual,
0: fight. visual artist <laughs> <laughs> rights act and i think you know what that's really good information to let everybody know it's like you actually own the the, own the wall you know what i mean yeah yeah
2: the artist you own your wall now there's some gray area where they say if it's not a significant word or you know if you're not a known artist so artists hurry up and get famous so we can't pull that on you (laughs) (laughs) And, and know that the law is on your side and uh Anyway, I was in Wynwood, uh, you know, in Miami, checking out the art there just a month and a half ago and sensational. Mm -hmm. And Slick's got one of his hand murals there. So I kind of went up with a spray can and told him that I was going to get even when he tried to paint over one of my whales. So I sent him (laughs) a little text. (laughs) Anyway, such a good, good guy. Yeah. And uh, I look forward to working with him more. And a lot of the great artists out there, you know, I'm wide open. Mm. for That's awesome
1: man we're definitely going to put the word out and um you know the uh the project you're talking about uh like i said i'm i'm yes. down to uh to do what i can and uh you know <clears throat> we'll do what we can to help organize whoever and, we can and
0: to promote well, anything I... that you have too you, you know what i mean just let us know and we'll promote it on all our channels in terms so uh you know if you ever have any updates or anything like that too definitely.
2: well we'll do that we'll definitely do that i um you know, my biggest project to date is I'm doing 100 monumental sculptures in 100 great cities, and I just unveiled one last week in Alaska, a 20 uh, a 25 foot orca, an eight ton orca bronze breaching, uh, and all the tribes uh, got together and celebrated it because the orca is is part of their culture. So you know, I just I love when people come together for the arts, you know, and it's when it's art that carries the message of. Uh, protecting the health of our planet. I, I think everybody's on board for that. Here's the, uh, um, I'm going to pull it up. That, uh, that bronze you are just talking about. Um, yeah, right
1: there. You guys can see the scale. How many pieces did they have to um, cast of bronze to put that together? Okay, so I
2: majored in sculpture, not painting, guys. So oh, wow. this was pretty cool. We, we did it old school style. We, we took blocks of styrofoam and just carved it out. And then we, oh. we uh, put the wax onto the styrofoam. Then I carved all the details and I had to cut it all up, cast it in, oh, my God, you know, dozens and dozens of panels that had to be welded together. And yeah. then, you know, finally the patina and then it had to be put on a flatbed truck. They actually had to block the road because it was so big in the crate. And then, uh, yeah, we so we unveiled it uh, last week. and uh, Oh, my I'm gosh.
1: Doing, I'm doing a wow, hundred of these... those as
2: well. A hundred uh, unique uh, monumental sculptures uh, featuring animals from the U.N. Red List, endangered and threatened species. So that's my and ten of them, by the way, of those hundred sculptures, guys, will be underwater. So you'll have to dive or snorkel to see them. Oh, that's, big awesome. <laughs> that's Yeah, I always try so to go awesome. big. You know, go as big as you can.
0: And it's cool because wow. your passion's diving too. So it's like, you know, it's kind of like one of these things, you know, you can actually here's, here's something, you know, I, I know well. you're
1: a sculptor, you know, photographer and, and muralist and everything. Yep. Um, but I didn't know that you were a sculptor first. Yeah. But, I majored uh, in sculpt. I consider myself a
2: sculptor that paints.
1: I'm kind but, of the um, same way myself. Really. I, I, I do, I do sculpting and, and um, that's kind of the way I paint, but I actually came up with a, a stencil technique. And now that I yeah. think about it, I've done uh, hundreds. Actually, there's one of uh, John Malkovich right there. Um, that's a beauty.
2: I love him. He's great oh, and, actor. And,
1: and that's Ella Travolta, John Travolta's daughter right there. My wife's doing a, a film with them right now. We're getting ready to go over to Budapest and film it. But I Beautiful. came up with a stencil technique to make these um, stencils so you can do a lot of detail. And I've gotten right. to where... I'm doing more animals now than people because I was doing a lot of political stuff and it was just getting me kind of, you know, worked up and angry and everything. And so yeah, I'm bummed, trying to, bummed out. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to focus wow, more look at that. on... That's um, a yeah, that's a griffin for the, uh, for the movie. Um, one of the characters is actually a graffiti artist. Um, but w- my point is, I'm, I'm realizing that of all the um, stencils I've done, of all the different animals, I've done a bunch of different animals, a bunch of dogs, uh, a couple of different fish. But I have not done one of a whale yet. Yeah, so let's go. That'd I am great. now inspired to do a uh, stencil of a whale and start getting it up in uh, in LA. Because my well, thing I is, I see I, that that's awesome. I, I, you know, I, I uh, there are these electrical boxes that are at intersections. Okay, and this is yep. kind of my way of trying to reach more people because you know there's these big walls in downtown LA and the ones in Venice. Wow. And um, you know these these. Little they're Simo. actually traffic signal cabinets. Yep. um They're only, and they're like blank canvases. So though that's what I've been hitting in years now. Um, yeah. Wow. Good. But it, you know murals as well. Um, so I I look forward to uh, you know uh, doing winter for your project. I've, seen, I've and, seen
2: your stuff and it's great, by the way. And uh, oh, I got thanks, I got a man. good idea for you. So why Overplay. don't we do some stuff with Elon Musk on some of these, like Tesla, like those those batteries for, for homes with solar? They're just uh-huh. work on there. I uh, like it. Yeah, you like that? Give me the boom. <laughs> we yeah, just we did an air dump
1: for you. You couldn't see that, man. And now I'm about to fanboy out here.
2: <laughs> oh, well, listen, we, we, you know, there's nothing that artists can't do. You know, just. Yeah. just Amen uh, to that follow that dream, keep your passion, work hard, and uh, always try to help the next person you can, too, because it comes back. Yeah, Yeah,
1: absolutely. I totally agree. The the stencil technique that I was just showing you, um, instead of keeping that to myself and being like, wow, man, how does he do that? You know, whatever. I I chose the name teacher because I started doing graffiti When my twins were born, they were taking money out of the education budget and art out of school. So that's why I started doing graffiti more as an activist instead of a vandal. Right. And right. so, you know, um, there you go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Well, hey, some of these walls that we're going to collaborate, I want to do really on a grand scale, like like they've never seen. You know, we have that opportunity to really think big with this. But that uh, was my point. Oh, some, some of them were going to get permission and some were not. And what Slick said is, why don't you paint a beautiful scene, like one of your beautiful ocean murals or nature, and then we'll come in and destroy it. So the media will see your beautiful art, and then the next day they'll come out again because these these uh, these taggers, you know, went out there and destroyed it. But they didn't really destroy it. It, 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 it was meant to be that way anyway. Yeah. So you start the beauty, then the beauty is destroyed but then everybody can see, you know, what the issues are. You start uh, a nice regards. conversation that way. I like you know, that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, we I can have that. a lot of fun with it too
0: i actually wanted to bring up one of the murals that um uh teacher did actually of the fish you know and it has look at that yeah so i mean this this is pretty big too you know what i mean and i know those are
2: the two you can't put two males in the same uh thing right (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. like fighting fish fish.
0: Chinese fighting fish yeah exactly right on right on so i mean like i said it's so cool because i i've never really thought about it but teach you have a very like water you know you do a lot of fish and other things like that too so i dude, think i'm a pisces awesome.
1: you know
2: what exactly I mean? I, I'm, uh... <laughs> we're both water signs so yeah makes sense
0: i think i smell I like, like it, a really man. dope collaboration coming up and then while well, no oh, dude i'm already
1: i'm already totally inspired to do the, the whale stencil to begin with and then just more after that okay i can just <laughs> tell you that because i've been wanting to get away from and i have been i've been getting away from doing political stuff and, you know, I'm focusing more on animals and then the earth and, um, you know, this, uh, this episode right here is just pretty Sure. Much and then
2: I'll do the political stuff and then you can take over the, the nature <laughs> stuff. We'll switch roles now. I love no, that. No, it's all that. connected, man. Hey, he's a water sign. What did you expect? At some point he was going to oh. do a whale.
0: <laughs> I can't believe you haven't done a whale. That, that's the, that's, I mean, like, I, you know, it's meant to be, I feel like. You, you know Absolutely.
1: I mean? Absolutely. Yeah, 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 awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely well i mean dude
1: oh yeah we've gone well over an hour it doesn't matter dude i don't care <laughs> robert yeah. thank you so much uh for your time and for all of your information more importantly and your, your great stories um you know we uh we definitely look forward to uh keeping in touch uh however best to help forward uh your initiatives you got it you guys
2: let's get together and uh appreciate everybody you know checking out this and Thanks, James, for putting us together. You rock. Yeah,
0: yeah. And let me let me uh, So, where can uh, people follow you on your social?
2: Um, oh because, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you know just Wyland, Google it, dude. Wyland, <laughs> Wyland Facebook, <laughs> Wyland Instagram. Uh, you know, I'm on everything. Yeah,
1: Wyland W Y land
0: Here's the website, basically. You know, and you know, I just love it when like you know people have. If you don't
1: know who Wyland is, now you do. And if you know someone who doesn't. Please educate them. Have them listen awesome. to this podcast. Whatever. Thank you so much. Thank you so Appreciate
0: much, sir. Through uh, so the audience, uh, leave us a review on iTunes and follow us at PTTP Show. Love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace.
2: Aloha. Aloha, bro. Thank you.
1: At LA Street Gallery. check out the
0: shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.